This is a special presentation of the Gary and Stein Sports Show, brought to you by Coke Zero. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Make sure... Oh, Jim. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. You're on the air. I need to try it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With zero sugar and refreshingly delicious, is Coca-Cola Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Welcome to the Gary and Stein Sports Show. I'm Troy Gary alongside Will Stein. Our podcast is now streaming on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Today we have an NFL draft special. Uh, we're going to do our 2022 NFL mock first round draft. I will give you uh, five picks at a time and then Will will give you his and we'll get through 32. Uh, next week we'll be alive at the draft, so we're going to try to have a final mock draft next week. Uh, for those that are interested, I'll start right out uh, with the first pick. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Trayvon Walker, defensive end, Georgia. Uh, with the second pick, I have the Detroit Lions selecting Aiden Hutchinson, uh, defensive end, Michigan. With the third overall selection, I have the Houston Texans selecting Iki Ekwananu, offensive tackle, NC State. With a fourth pick, I have the New York Giants, or excuse me, New York Jets selecting Kyle Hamilton, safety, North, Notre Dame. And with the fifth overall pick, I have the New York Giants selecting Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Will, your uh, first five. So we'll go right out the gates with the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Trevon Walker, defensive end. Georgia. I have the Detroit Lions going with the local boy, Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end, Michigan. Detroit needs pass rushers. They need help all over the place. But I would go defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson there. Houston, I have them going Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. I have the New York Jets selecting Ahmad Gardner, cornerback Cincinnati, and the Giants, Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Okay. Um, with the sixth overall pick, I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh. With the seventh overall pick, the Giants are back on the clock, and I have them selecting Sauce Gardner, corner Cincinnati and uh, the eighth pick is gonna it's kind of a shocker uh, but I've been hearing he uh, he's climbing up the board and Atlanta is really interested in him and that is uh, Malik Willis quarterback for Liberty with the ninth overall pick I have Seattle taking Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, cornerback LSU and with the 10th pick I have the New York Giants excuse me New York Jets selecting Jameson Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Oh. With number six, that's where I have Ekem Iguanu, offensive tackle, NC State going. New York Giants, that's where I have Kayvon Thibodeau, 
because I Giants want to address both sides of the line early in the draft. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is an elite talent, so I'll give Thibodeau to the Giants. Eight, I have Malik Willis, quarterback Liberty. Nine, I got Seattle taking Jordan Hicks, defensive tackle, Georgia. And number 10, I have Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. He could almost make it Wilson squared with New York. Okay. Uh, for the 11th pick, I have the Washington Commanders selecting Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Um, like I said, Garrett Wilson on my board is higher, but uh, Olave, I think, fits there. They need a slot receiver, and he's uh, kind of fits right into that uh, thing with they also have Terry McLaurin. And uh, so I think he fits the best there. Uh, 12th, uh, the Minnesota Vikings selecting Trent McDuffie, cornerback uh, Washington. Um, also, they could trade down and still get him, I think. So that's that's the rumor I've been hearing lately that they're looking to trade down and still take him. Uh, 13, I have the Houston Texans back on the clock, and I have them selecting uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end. Oregon. Uh, with a 14 pick, Baltimore, I have them selecting linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah. And with the 15th pick, I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Jermaine Johnson, the second defensive end, Florida State. So Washington, I got Drake London, wide receiver USC. So he doesn't have to change color schemes really because it was the same color scheme at USC that it's going to be at Washington so you'll be familiar with colors anyway. Minnesota similar situation with Derek Stingley Jr. purple and gold cornerback LSU. Houston I have Charles Cross offensive tackle Mississippi State Baltimore, I got Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, Florida State. In Philadelphia, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Okay. With the 16th pick, I have the New Orleans Saints selecting Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. 17 overall, the L.A. Chargers. I have them taking Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. With the 18th pick, Philadelphia is back on the clock, and I have them selecting Drake London, wide receiver, USC. Uh, 19, New Orleans, uh, right back on the clock. Also, I have them taking Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. And 20, um, since I have both quarterbacks already taken, the next available one for Pittsburgh, I have them taking Desmond Ritter, quarterback Cincinnati. Oh, that's a surprise. Didn't see that one coming. But anywho, at 16, I have Kenny Pickett, quarterback Pitt to the New Orleans Saints. Zion Johnson to the Chargers at 17. 18, I have Devin Lloyd to no Yes, 18, Devin Lloyd to Utah. 
Saints back on the clock. They go wide receiver, Traylon Burks, outside Michael Thomas. In Pittsburgh, Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia. Okay. With my 21st pick, I have the New England Patriots selecting Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia. Um, Green Bay Packers, number 22, taking Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. And then I have back-to-back wide receivers going. Arizona also taking wide receiver from Arkansas, Traylon Burks. At 24, I have the Dallas Cowboys selecting Kenyon Green, tackle, Texas A&M. And at 25, I have the Buffalo Bills taking the first running back off the board from Iowa State Breeze Hall. So New England, you can you can credit Mac Jones for this. I have Mac Jones going to Belichick saying, take Jamison Williams. So I feel that Jamison Williams goes 21 to New England. Green Bay, I have him going George Karalefis, defensive end, Purdue, because of the loss of Zadarius Smith on the defensive side of the ball. And he's a good pass rusher to meet that need. Arizona, Kenyon Green, guard, Texas A&M. Cowboys go Tyler Linderbaum, center Iowa. In Buffalo, Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington. Yeah. Uh, the 26th overall pick, I have the Tennessee Titans taking Trevor Penning, tackle Northern Iowa. With the 27th pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting George Karloftis, defensive end Purdue. With the 28th overall selection, I have the Green Bay Packers selecting Rayham. Uh, he's a tackle from Central Michigan, uh, Bernard. Uh, 29, I have the Kansas City Chiefs taking the best available wide receiver at that point. Christian Watson, North Dakota State University. And then back-to-back uh, picks, the Chiefs also taking Boyd Maffe defensive and Minnesota. Tennessee, I have Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State, because he has to replace the void of Julio Jones. So I go Dotson at Tennessee to 26. I have Tampa Bay going Trevor Penning, offensive lineman, Northern Iowa. Green Bay, I have Christian Watson, wide receiver, North Dakota State, because you got to replace Devontae Adams somehow. And you know how Aaron Rodgers is. He, he wants to try and find a wide receiver anywhere. So I think Rodgers will make Watson worth the most in Green Bay. First pick for KC, Andrew Booth, cornerback, Clemson. And second pick, Kansas City, John Mechie III, wide receiver, Alabama. Yeah, that's a surprise. I mean, I know he had an ACL injury, but I'm kind of shocked that you have him in the first round. But that's why we do this. Uh, 31, I have the Cincinnati Bengals selecting Andrew Booth, cornerback, Clemson. And 32, uh, the Lions take their quarterback and they select Matt Carell, quarterback from Old Miss. 
So with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, we saw how Eli Apple was against Cooper Cup on close to that final drive. He couldn't cover anybody. So I have Cincinnati going Kyler Gordon, cornerback Washington. And then 32, we're in agreement there. Matt Corral, quarterback Ole Miss. He seems like a Dan Campbell guy. And with Dan Campbell coming from the south with New Orleans and Matt Corral coming from the south with Ole Miss, I think that Matt Corral could be a good quarterback with the proper coaching. Um, yeah, and there's our first round mock draft, our initial one. Um, now we got some time. Um, let's just talk about uh, things you've been hearing, Will. Uh, like I said, uh, Malik Willis, uh, everybody's thinking uh, that I've been hearing that Detroit will take him. Um, I just don't see how they could uh, pass the hometown kid in Hutchinson. What do you think about that? So as high up as Malik Willis is going – I just don't think he's worth the number two overall pick. Now, if Detroit wants to trade down to get Malik Willis, I think that's certainly a possibility. For example, the Giants might trade up to find that defensive lineman that they're looking for, and Detroit would still get, um, whatchamacallit, Malik Willis at five, or I just don't see them taking a quarterback at two. That's too much of a reach to take a quarterback. Yeah, I would say they would have to get they could if they trade down, they would have to probably not go any farther than five because Carolina wants a quarterback too. Uh, that's another rumor that, of course, me and you've been hearing also is that uh, Carolina. Um, has checked in on Baker Mayfield and is in the process of trying to see if they can reach a deal there. And if that's the case, I don't think Carolina will take a quarterback at six. So maybe you can get down to, you know, probably nine, um, get in front of uh, Seattle at nine and still get Malik Willis. What do you think about that? Well, Atlanta with eight taking Malik Willis, you'd have to get a trade above Atlanta if you want Malik Willis. And Mal- Atlanta's so- selected to go at eight. If, any, if you want to trade back as far as possible, you'd probably want to go back to the second Giants pick, which is seven, and still take your guy Malik Willis if you think that's the guy for you. But I just don't think too you take Malik Willis that's just not happening yeah and like I said if if you pass on Aiden Hutchinson I think people in Michigan will be pretty upset uh you know he's he's a hometown kid played at Michigan um I think the the fans would not be very happy about that but we've seen that happen before where the fans weren't happy and then um the the player worked out well and it was enjoyed so um as far as uh, other trades, I think uh, we touched base about Minnesota. Um, you know, you're both you're you're into the the uh, insider about uh, what the Vikings are doing. Uh, have you heard that that they're looking to trade down? If they, I can see them actually. If they value Derek Stingley Jr. high enough, I could see them making a trade with the Falcons to eight. 
if they value Derek Stingley Jr. high enough, if that's the guy that they want. Otherwise, if they do trade, I could see them trading down. But then again, Rick Spielman isn't the GM there anymore. So I don't know enough about this new regime to know how much they're going to trade down by. But last year, they traded down nine spots with the Jets from 14 to 23, and they still got their guide, Christian Derisar, at number 23. And Christian Derisar has happened to be a really good offensive lineman in his rookie year for the Minnesota Vikings. I know his dad pretty well. His dad and I talk from time to time, and I think Christian Derisar is going to be very good for many years to come with the Minnesota Vikings, and I think they made a good value pick taking Darius Howard 23 last year. I just don't think, I just don't know if there's enough trade partners to trade down for the guy that they want, but we'll see. So you're thinking cornerback is the pick regardless if they trade up, down, or stay put? Correct. Okay. So if Stingley and um, Sauce Guard are off the board, who is your next uh, highly rated quarterback? If both of them are off the board, I would say Trent McDuffie is your best bet there. But I just don't want him at 12. I just think 12 is way too high for Trent McDuffie. I have more in the 20 to 25 range. Just like with my mock draft, I have McDuffie going to Buffalo at 25. Okay, so... Yeah, and I heard Pittsburgh, uh, that's the rumor of them in here. And if they trade down, that's a uh, uh, partner. They could come down to 20 and maybe still get uh, Trent McDuffie. So it depends on what quarterbacks are available on the board, too. And if Pittsburgh covets one of the top two quarterbacks enough to make that move up, similar to what, Chicago did last year and they traded up from 20 to 11 to get Justin Fields. And a lot of it's going to come to how much compensation is Pittsburgh going to give up to move up eight spots. Do they give up their first next year? I can't answer that for you right now, but I would say if they're moving up that many spots to get a quarterback, if I was the Vikings, I'd ask for their first round pick next year too. Just like yeah. New York got Chicago's first round pick this year, which ended up being seven. Yeah, I would think on that the scale, I would think they would have to throw in at least a third round this year and maybe a fifth, if not, uh, like you said, at next year's first or second round pick. Um, teams, teams should just not, you know, look at the chart. I think they should just, uh, you know, base take – calls based on you know who's calling so um yeah and offer you know um ask for the most you can get out of them and then see what happens but um another uh trade uh candidate team is the kansas city chiefs they need a quarter or excuse me a wide receiver and um i don't think if they stay at 29 and 30 they're going to get the guy they want so uh they're going to have to probably package at least one of those picks and probably a couple other ones to move up. And if they do, Will, where do you think they'll uh, end up trying to get to? Well, some of the latest news of Debo Samuel not being happy in San Francisco. I could, if 
Kansas City is serious about getting a wide receiver, I would be more interested in seeing what will it take to get Debo Samuel from San Francisco and trying to get a long-term agreement that way. Because Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill are similar players. But Debo can play hybrid running back too and run somebody over as well as have that outside speed that Kansas City is looking for with Patrick Mahomes' big arm. So that's another possibility to look at is does Kansas City go after Debo Samuel? But what does San Francisco want for that pick? Yeah, I think San Francisco, they're in the driver's seat on this one. Uh, He's under contract, so I'm sure they're going to ask for at least one first-round pick, if not two, and maybe even a second or third also. So, um, yeah, great player. Um, Another one that's having uh, issues with his team uh, is Kyler Murray. So does he get dealt? Uh, Do they keep him? Uh, What do you think about that situation also? Mm -hmm. With Tyler Murray, one place that I could see him going to is New York to play for the Giants because the Giants have two first-round picks, remember, in the top ten. So what he might trade seven Daniel Jones and another player for Kyler Murray. Or, or you have the firepower to trade both of your first-round picks to Arizona for Kyler Murray. Is that going to be where he lands? I don't know. It all depends on what he and his agent negotiate with the Arizona Cardinals. But with New York, New York doesn't have the same wide receivers that Arizona has, at least until Christian Kirk went to Jacksonville, you still have DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green on each side of the ball. So with the talent like that on the outside, that definitely makes things more attractive for a quarterback, whether they decide to keep Murray or whether they trade Murray to the Giants and take Daniel Jones. But we'll see. But that's where I could see him going is New York. Yeah, and Arizona has a history of trading uh, their first round draft pick, especially quarterback. I mean, in order they in order to get Kyler, they traded uh, Josh Rosen, um, who didn't really work out there, and he was a high draft pick. So, uh, as far as the Giants, I mean, yeah, I I think they realize now that Daniel Jones was not the right selection for them. Um, you know, he hasn't really done much in the two and a half years that he's been in the league. And if, if uh, Arizona says, hey, uh, you know, we'll give you Kyler for a seventh overall pick, uh, even a third, and maybe Daniel Jones, I would take it if I was New York. Um, because, like I said, in order to get a franchise quarterback in Lisley, you have to either draft or acquire one. And um, the Giants, you know, they missed on Daniel Jones, in my opinion. And getting Kyler Murray would be an upgrade for that team. Um, and like I said, they have the ammunition to do it with the 
fifth in the seventh round overall selection. So one of those with uh, Daniel Jones, I think they can get that done. We'll see, but it's a new scheme in New York too with Joe Shane and Brian DeBall. And Brian DeBall was a big part of Josh Allen's development from being a little bit better than average to being a top three quarterback in the National Football League. So if Brian DeBall can do the same magic on Daniel Jones and he believes enough in Daniel Jones, then I don't think Kyler goes to New York. And I think New York just focuses on offensive and defensive line at five and seven. We'll see what happens, but that's where I could see Kyler going if he gets traded. Any other uh, teams that you think uh, will uh, move up or down in the this year's draft? Well, mm-hmm. New Orleans might have, might see somebody in the top ten that they might want to move up for because they got the extra first round pick now. Now, who that might be, I have no idea at this point. But I don't think you make a trade this year to gain an extra first for nothing. I mean, granted, they're giving away their first-round pick next year, but I think they, they might be intrigued by something outside of their current, outside of what they initially had at 18. So they may be looking to come up with a package to move up into the top 10. But again, that's just an idea. Yeah, and Philadelphia Eagles, they also have two uh, first-round picks, so I could see them, if there's somebody they want in the top 10, they have plenty of uh, picks to do that. Um, anything else uh, regarding that? No, not at this time. Based off of everything that we've gone over it should be an interesting draft and they start drafting next week. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, a week, eight days away now from the, the draft. Uh, me and Will are going to do a final mock draft and we'll have it up here next week um, sometime right before the draft, but we're both going to be in Las Vegas. We're excited about that. Uh, looking forward to some nice weather. Um, Vegas is always a good time. And uh, the draft with uh, 21 players uh, will be coming across the stage hearing their name and uh, meeting with the commissioner. So that will be a pretty cool experience. Uh, hey, I'm just excited to thaw out and not be in the frozen tundra of what we call Minnesota anymore. So I'll be ready to thaw out and enjoy some sunshine while I'm out that way, too. Well, uh, you're speaking for both of us because yeah, it's, it's snowing right now where I'm at. So, um, that's really fun. It's almost the end of April and I still get to see this. So, uh, it would be great to, uh, see some sun and, uh, some warm weather. So join us next week. Uh, we'll have a final mock draft. This, uh, there might be some trades or some other stuff in the next week and we'll update our, uh, mock drafts and go from there. Thanks for joining us today. This has been a presentation of Gary and Stein Productions.